0: Welcome to another episode of Splash Pages. Today, we are talking about Green Arrow, the Longbow Hunters by Mike Grell. Green Arrow's The Longbow Hunter collects a three-issue miniseries coming at you all the way from 1987. Oliver Queen gives up his trick arrows and settles down in Seattle with Dina Lance, but Ollie's world collides with one of unspeakable violence involving the beautiful and mysterious archer known as Shadow. This was a uh, awesome read, but we go into full detail about it. Coming at you right now.
1: Guess what you're filling your eye holes and ear holes with? The dorkening!
0: Oh, I love the dorkening. Very popular in Ooh
1: And Bikini Bottom. Hi, I'm Lufa. Favikno. You're watching The Dorkening. And you know what? You don't like me when I get angry, so do are going to angry. You better keep watching the dorking. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening.
0: Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Is the comic book club your weekly dive into your favorite graphic novels and comic books their mission to fight injustice to right that which is wrong and to serve all mankind and we are now live on another episode of splash pages and uh with us as always we have the velvet joker rich how's it going my friend good evening good evening how's everyone tonight Doing fine. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about, uh, let me close this window here. We're, <laughs> uh, we're talking about Mike Grell's Longbow Hunters. And uh, so this came out in 1987. And uh, I looked up a couple facts about 1987. The Toyota Camry went for $11,000. Simpsons debuted in 1987, uh, also at the theater, RoboCop, Broadway News, Lethal Weapon, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And uh, so uh, Green Arrow to Longbow Hunters was written, and art by Mike Grell, which is very unique, Leonard uh, by Ken Bresnack, and colorist was Julia LaQuintment. And uh, like I said, it was published uh, from August to October 1987 in three books and it features the Green Arrow, Shadow, and Black Canary, and uh, if you check the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, I have a link to the uh, book. I believe uh, Amazon has uh, uh, the book all in one format. We have that there as well. Uh, so, Green Arrow to Longbow Hunters collecting the three issue miniseries from 1987. Oliver Queen goes up his trick, uh, gives up his trick arrows, and settles down in Seattle with Dina Lance, Dina Lance but Ali's world collides with one of unspeakable violence involving the beautiful and mysterious archer known as Shadow. Now, uh, the um, the synopsis is quite long. Should I read the whole thing, or should we just dive right into it? What are your thoughts? No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, please bear with me. Uh, on his 43rd birthday, Ollie Queen relocates from Star City to Seattle, Washington, the home of his girlfriend, Dana Lance. He changes his costume and abandons the use of his trademark trick arrows for more traditional archery equipment. As Green Arrow tries to track down a serial killer, the Seattle Slasher, who has been killing prostitutes in the area, Black Canaria attempts to infiltrate Drug Racket, which may have ties to Kyle Magnor, a wealthy shipping magnate. Oliver tracks the killer of the abandoned Seattle underground section of the city, discovering that the killer is a disturbed ex-tunnel rat rat. ...from the Vietnam War. Uh, tunnel rat was somebody that you, you drove, uh, from what I understand... Uh, ...somebody small that went into the tunnels to, to ride out the enemy. Uh, the slasher jumps Oliver and gets away to apparently kill again... ...but a mysterious female archer with an elaborate dragon tattoo on her arm... ...shoots the slasher, as well as passing motorists before vanishing. The archer is revealed to be Shadow, the daughter of a Yakuza agent incarcerated during World War II, where American soldiers, including Magnor, first forced him to reveal a major cache of Yakuza gold. Dishonored, the agent killed himself in atonement. When Shadow comes of age, she is charged with killing those who are dishonored, her father and the Yakuza. The passing motor she killed was one of those soldiers who used the stolen gold to build a financial empire. Ollie tracks down Shadow and fares poorly in a confrontation. At home, Ollie hears the news that the drug supplier, Dina uh, Dina had been investigating, was found dead and mutilated earlier that day. Panicked, Oliver races to the Dockside warehouse uh, that she was suspected as a source of the drug distribution. There he finds Dina tied up tortured and on the verge of death. Without hesitation, Ollie kills the torturer, one of Shadow's intended victims. Along with (laughs) What's that?
1: Nothing. Go ahead. Oh. (laughs) I lost my screen for a second.
0: Oh, no. Uh, And uh, while you come back, uh, hey, Carlene Champagne. And I know I tortured your name. Your name. I apologize. <laughs> nope. Okay, uh, so uh, Magnor warns the CIA contract Osborne that he wants better protection on the next deal. Osborne assigns the weapons master Eddie Fires to eliminate Shadow. After killing another target, Shadow leaves a message for Ollie to meet her on Mount Rainier, where she intends to kill Magnor. Although Ollie initially tries to stop her, he notices Fires airing aiming a sniper rifle at Shadow. He moves to subdue him, inadvertently giving Magnor a chance to escape. Ali also confronts Osborne about the use of the Iranian arms deal to fund Nicaraguan Contras, <clears throat> pardon me, mirroring the events of the Iran Contra story which broke months earlier. Ali confronts Magnor in his office. Ali intends to frame him for the murder of the drug supplier, but Shadow shoots the target through the window and kills him. <laughs> Dun, dun. yeah, so uh this was my first read okay and, uh, what, was
1: your, what was your impression
0: i loved it i absolutely yeah this I can easily see why this is this is a classic um and we were talking prior uh the the artwork is amazing, but you said something very uh very incredible about the printed artwork what was that
1: well, I just remember reading it in nineteen eighty seven I was sixteen years old um it was it looked like it was painted. I mean, I just read it digitally now, but I remember reading it, you know, the paper in your hands. Um, and I think it was in a book format if I remember correctly. Um, and it looked almost painted and the art was just amazing. Um, uh, the storyline is just, you know, it's dark. It was, uh, political. Um, you know, it was killing hookers and he, he killed an undercover cop. Yeah. um, And uh, when they sort of go back in history and they go through his timeline and when he was a tunnel rat in the army and, uh, you know, they just built this guy in the army and he just was one of those guys that really liked it. And he had like a necklace full of ears and just a twisted human being.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to pull up uh, some of the artwork. And actually, I took some notes while reading it. And apol and I apologize for butchering everybody's names tonight. <laughs> and it's uh champagne. Uh thank you. I I I read that, Carlene. Uh so some of the figures they gave, um, and once I find my notes. Where the hell are they? Here we go. Uh, I I found it funny that uh the business they were in, he called it the Sherwood Florist. Um Right. <laughs> so uh one set of cash that that they brought was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That was like, um, uh, it was a much larger score. But one of the guys thought that was a large score, and that would be eight hundred thousand dollars today. But the everything that kind of ticked it off to two million dollars in gold from nineteen fifty right. uh, would actually be twenty one million in today's dollars.
1: Right. So that was quite a quite a split
0: yeah and i find it funny the uh the homeless person uh she's she wants to take the two dollars and uh buy a lottery ticket and win so that she can hire a butler to push her cart around
1: (laughs) right right but then they show that it's it's actually a shadow because they showed her tattoo on her arm oh i missed that really oh yeah yeah you got to go look at that that, uh image again after she's walking away they show her like pushing like her hands on the cart and you see the bit of the dragon tattoo standing out because that was her giving Ollie the information as in a you know as a bag lady.
0: Got it. I'm I'm gonna pull that up. And while I do, uh, what what are your thoughts? Uh, I know you. Well, uh, why don't you fill some time there? <laughs>
1: Absolutely, no worries. Um, well, like I said, I mean it. It, it is a great story, and uh, Ollie does some questionable things, and. Uh, You know, he sort of lets some killings happen. And, uh, of course, uh, Dinah Lance, with the love of his life, Black Canary, you know, they're sort of retiring. They're, uh, you know, they're living in this sort of castle house. And uh, they're getting all set up. They're just moving in. And then all of a sudden, Ali's on this mission. And then she's got her own mission. And uh, they just end up crossing paths. Um, And he ends up having to save her with the help of Shadow. Because Shadow ends up uh, shooting an arrow through the guy that was going to gut Dinah. It's good stuff.
0: Very good stuff. Uh, So, uh, Carleen says, it seems pretty good. Uh, Need to get the name. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, Longbow Hunters by Mike Grell. And actually, you had a chance to meet Mike. I have a picture of that here. I did. There we are.
1: That was uh, at Terrificon, I think, two years ago. And... uh, You know, he was a really nice guy. As you can see, he's very jolly, very happy, very friendly. And I remember seeing him and uh, I I was like, Mike, Mike, I got to talk to you. And he's like, what's up, Joker? And uh, I was like, I just want to let you know, uh, reading Longbow Hunters as a young man was, you know, very formidable. And it really got me entrenched in comics. And he was he seemed very humbled. And uh, I was like, do you mind if we take a selfie? And henceforth, the picture you see.
0: Uh, You know, it's a great, you know, we were just talking about Mitch uh, prior, but the, um, you know, he puts on an awesome show and he gets awesome comic book personalities. And, and you know, that's one thing that he kind of missed because, you know, a lot of the cons have gone the way of, you know, um, bigger celebrities and everything. But Mitch really focus uh, focuses on people that originated the story. And uh, actually, I finally got it to pull up and we'll find that page here
1: yeah yeah for him it's always been about the comics um you know he'll he'll pepper in some TV people but you know still relating to comics yeah you know he's not really out to do some of the more weird pop y things like he's never had Elvira he's
0: never oh okay And this is not working. I'm having tons of technical issues tonight. What the hell? Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. My, uh, my comic book reader keeps on, uh, unzooming when I, uh, Ah, problems. You know, also
1: this was, um, sort of an adult themed book. There was a fair amount of nudity in this book.
0: There was. Uh, Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know,
1: not for the young at heart. I mean, nor was the the killings or the subject matter. It was. It's a very adult subject matter. Um, you got politics in there. You got sort of dirty military um, actions going on. Ali uh, ends up taking a. You know, he's given a bag of cash at the end, and the guy gets murdered. So he just takes the cash. He's like,
0: "We got a raise." <laughs> so, so explain that, because I'm I'm not a. Uh... A green. I mean, I f- I watched a Green Arrow show, and mm-hmm. it seemed like you know he he was he was rich you know from the start, but you know he's not that rich in the comics, and, and so this
1: there, was... are, there were different storylines back and forth where he's had money and then has and then lost the money. I think this might have been one of the times where he lost the money, or he had you know a limited amount of money because obviously they had enough to buy that house.
0: They did, yeah. Uh, yeah. so, so, but
1: then again, the prices in 1987 are not the prices <laughs> of today.
0: <laughs> yeah. We well can get a Toyota Camry for 11 K, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky
0: crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here.
1: Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers.
0: Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplan. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Octopus have an exciting, rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, <laughs> like me,
1: worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. A
0: problem? Hey,
1: they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know
0: what's really cool? Octopus is part of the Dorkening and Ineviar podcast networks with new episodes every tentacle tuesday which is like every other tuesday we named it anyways you can listen to us at itunes google play spotify stitcher or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome uh so uh with the reception of uh, green Hour longbow hunters it was nominated uh for the 1988 eisner award for best uh finite series and the mm-hmm. series proved popular enough that DC Comics commissioned the first ever Green Arrow ongoing series. Also written by Grell, a writer from issues 1 through 80 from 1988 to 93. The series ran for 11 years. Grell would write the retelling of Green Arrow's origin and first case in uh, Secret Origins, volume 2, number 38, March of 1989. Grell also wrote and illustrated the official post-crisis origin of Green Arrow in the Green Arrow, the Wonder Year miniseries in 1993. So Green Arrow wasn't a regular series prior to this?
1: Um, I guess not. I, never, I guess I've had a successful solo series, but uh, I remember there was a, for there was a while, there was a Green Lantern Green Arrow series. Um... But uh, I'm definitely not an encyclopedia on Green oh,
0: Arrow. It's okay. <laughs> okay. I finally got it to work. So I'm going to go back to that one page. Uh, here's where we find. Yeah. Like you said, the, the nudity with uh, Dinah Lance. She got. Yeah.
1: doll to- strung up out there and you can kind of see her, her. You can kind of see her, her,
0: her boobies. Yeah. But even the violence. I mean, she got totally wrecked. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, she, she fled a bit.
0: The artwork absolutely amazing uh yeah you know he just tends to full fill up the whole page you know it's not just like the panels it's just like you know the background shots and everything
1: absolutely i mean look look at all that layering that he's doing you know some of its panels some of its bigger pictures but it's all impactful um there's a lot of great shots where they're telling you a history there it's like two stories going on at the same time like the japanese stuff's on the sides and then the the green arrow parts in the middle, and then it's all intermixed.
0: Oh, totally! And now you got that amazing shot of that uh, guy being shot right through the eye. Okay, so it must have been in book three. Here we go.
1: Oh, right, that's where he has the nightmare. Her turning into the the deep those uh, the demon guy turning into the dragon.
0: Yeah. I'm try- here. We go the homeless. Oh, yeah, there we go.
1: Oh, you see your wrist there, right?
0: Yep, yep.
1: You yeah, see the dragon tattoos there. Oh, I'm sorry you missed that. But yeah, 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 I, I totally caught I was, I was like, is that the dragon lady? And then I I was like, oh, there's the wrist.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, Carlene says, awesome artwork. Uh, we have uh, a couple other people watching as well. So if you've read Longbow Hunters, we'd love to hear what you said and uh, or what you thought. And uh, like I said, thanks for checking in, Charlene. Thank you. Like I said, this uh, was definitely my first watch or first read, and uh, absolutely, absolutely loved it. Uh, So, going back to our ratings, and we forgot to do this last couple ones, but you want to do crowbars? Yes.
1: (laughs) So, how many? The Joker, absolutely. So, out of five crowbars, um, I gotta say this is a complete story, complete. um, Just, I'm five crowbars. Five crowbars. That's all i can say it's it, the art is amazing um you get a feeling you know in this they they actually they're talking about ali in her 40s is in his 40s at this point his young 40s yep and uh he's dealing with the fact of being uh, you know in midlife and i don't know if that he's having a midlife crisis but you know he's he he's um given up like you said his trick arrows as you said in the synopsis and he's just going for straight up arrows and uh you know that's deadly and he's identifying with the hunter in him and uh peace of mind of uh you know, he tracks and he hunts and that's what he does. Um, You know, he's helping the police at this point and then he ends up not helping the police.
0: Yeah. That was one thing that I, I found a little odd. So he's, he's recently moved to Seattle mm-hmm. and there's a killer going around killing people with an arrow and he goes to the police as the green arrow, all dressed up, you would think they would like, like, I, he's, he's well, she had different
1: arrowheads than he did. Yeah, he had okay, you know, she had this more intricate. They even there was a point where they find some burnt arrowheads, and he's like, Oh, these two look the same, but if you look carefully, this other one looks because his arrow was in there too.
0: Yeah. Uh, Carleen says it uh, come when I was eight and nine, uh, but the funny way, uh, she thinks, uh, she's seen this and read it, uh, in her early teens.
1: Yes. I think I was 16 in 1987. Yeah. Uh,
0: how, how old was I? 1987. Mm-hmm. I was 13. Okay. okay. Yeah. 13, 14. Um, I love this, uh, you know, when the police are trying to get the uh, the ide- the description out of the person that attacks him, uh, which was Ollie. Uh, the bad guys obviously give a, uh, a yeah, like he's a demon, a demon esque, <laughs> and the old couple that he saves uh, describes Errol Flynn,
1: <laughs> right? And re- he, they really identify with that because he's like he he loves that Errol Flynn Robin Hood a painting that they hung up in the new house.
0: Exactly.
1: And, uh, you know, he wanted to live up to those ideals, fictional though they be.
0: Okay, for, please describe, or not describe, why is her hair color change? She wears a wig. She wear, Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got black hair and the blonde's a wig.
0: Okay. That's why. Okay yeah she doesn't really don the black canary outfit for for long in this uh in this book yeah
1: no just just for some fun with ollie
0: yeah uh carly no worries uh i i apologize for my reading as well she says sorry for dispelling in uh my 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 reading i need new glasses it's uh <laughs> as soon as uh, covid slows down a little bit i gotta go to the uh the eye doctor and get new a new prescription there you go, yeah, yeah the
1: eyes are weaker
0: yeah yeah, as we get older, our eyes get worse, which is terrible. That's right. Yeah. We're breaking down. It's all over. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and I love, you know, how he's talking about going back to basics, you know, uh, and that's actually why he describes go, getting rid of the, uh, the trick arrows, mm-hmm. you know, and he, we get the full retelling of him on the island. I apologize. We got snow over here, so uh, the snow truck, <laughs> snow trucks yeah, we, going by. Yeah,
1: we have quite a bit too going on.
0: Yeah. How much snow you guys got going over there?
1: Uh, I'd say there's at least two or three inches right now. Okay. It started uh, toward the end of my day, so I'd say it started around four thirty.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing I, I love about this, and, and definitely going back, is you know, like the clothing and the hairstyles. It's it is very '80s. He really captured that.
1: Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the realness of like the grittiness of a city street and old people getting harassed and, uh, him just taking that. He's like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. I'm let everybody know sort of did the Batman thing. Yeah. He's like, let, let everyone know, you know, don't be a punk.
0: The big cities back then also in the eighties, like a lot of people don't realize like New York was really rough back then. You know, before it got cleaned up and, you know, maybe just, I don't know how Seattle was, but I know New York was really bad. So, uh, I'd imagine Seattle had a similar amount of crime. Perhaps. Yeah. I remember, um, had to be the late eighties. Uh, we took a drive to Florida and I just remember driving through New York. There's like burnt, burnt cars on the side of the road. It was just, it was a mess.
1: Yeah. Certain areas of uh, the Bronx and Queens and stuff.
0: Uh Carline says we have snow here too, as well. I uh, want to let everybody know uh, that at the half of the hour we're going to be bringing chris in, and we're going to be talking about spectacular spider man and uh we had a chance to read those as well uh issues one thirty seven one thirty eight and also uh covering covering amazing spider man number three hundred um, but what you're listening to or watching now is uh for splash pages the comic book club and uh Figured we'd add Chris's books in it as well since uh, we're already doing this and, you know, we're, we're reading more comics, which is um, much awesomeness. Uh, are you finding yourself reading uh, a lot more since we started this, Rich? Um, I don't get in as much time as I'd like to.
1: So um, a few more stories like I've jumped ahead already on the spectacular Spider-Man storyline, which I'm going to have to resist talking about tonight
0: well we could i read it as well so uh we can we can probably uh talk about it
1: nah, well you know we're well, gonna let chris run that that's yeah, his, oh, that's oh his, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but uh you know i i get i still get plenty of nerd stuff in um yeah. i just re-watched um justice league dark apocalypse war nice um which is a great dark story it is and, Yep, yep. And uh I know Chris said he's gonna talk about it a little bit, but I also saw the uh, Soul of the Dragon Batman.
0: Yes. Uh, I'm about halfway through, but that is really good. hmm Yeah, I'm uh now um it obviously Bruce Tim produced, uh, but it definitely has the 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 artwork. Um who did the art in that? I, I don't know, but it's
1: very seventies themed.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And, uh, and I really like that they they broke it down. It wasn't like a Batman story. I mean, even though it was called had Batman in the name, uh, it felt like it, it was all the different characters. It was pretty well spaced out. You know their backstories and their integral parts of that storyline.
0: Yeah, it's uh, maybe I'll try finishing it tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Uh, so if you are not uh, a part of it, definitely check out our Facebook page. So Splash Pages to Comic Book Club. I have a link in the show notes down below or up above. Uh, and also I have a picture here. Uh, I put together some uh, shirts with the help of artist Dal Merge, which, uh, or Dal Merge, uh, he helped with this artwork here. Um, and he, he's an awesome comic book artist. He's helping us design some custom t-shirts and right. uh if you check the show notes you have a link to those shirts as well and uh yeah so we're gonna i'm gonna have to have him do some sort of comic based uh t-shirt at some point um but my uh my funds are a little limited so i i'm having them design one to two uh shirts a month so uh you know uh-huh. yeah he did a uh video game one which i need to load that design and then he did the the blockbuster movie one and uh, we'll have to figure out something for for comics for splash pages.
1: So nobody left you a bag of cash, Leo?
0: No, no, no.
1: <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you should take up the bow and arrow. I maybe know. Somewhere.
0: Yeah, but you gotta climb that mountain, though. I it, it's uh, I don't like the cold. <laughs>
1: you gotta work on those calf muscles. Go, go, yeah. go. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to read more Green Arrow after this. It's uh I really enjoyed it.
1: Get into Ollie, the backstory of Ollie.
0: Yeah. And you know, one thing, you know, watching so I watched like the first four seasons of Green Arrow, and that's <laughs> pretty much where it died off for me. Um but you know, he it definitely varied because, you know, in the beginning, um he was a straight out killer in T V show. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he had to change his ways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it, it definitely varied quite a bit. Um, and I was waiting for the point, like retelling his storyline in longbow hunters, you know, he fell off, uh, the yacht, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, him and his father, you know, uh, like the TV show. Was that changed at all? Or, or you don't know?
1: Yeah, No, that's, the, um, I mean, I don't know if they emulated that storyline at some point in the comics, but that was never a storyline that I was familiar with until I saw it on TV. Yeah. Okay. I mean,
0: you know, well, uh, 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 we're going to break here. And, uh, you know what? Did I get my crowbar? Crowbars? No, no, no! I gave five crowbars. You gave five. I'm gonna agree with you. Five crowbars. This is our five crowbars
1: the highest. So Mike
0: Grell, we salute you. We do, Uh, and uh, maybe he'll come on one time. It's uh, I I tagged him in Twitter, but he didn't respond. So uh, I'll have to keep on tagging him. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, artwork and uh, and story spot on, perfect. Uh, But yeah, uh, so uh, here is. we're going to play an ad here for Deadly Grounds Coffee. They support the network. They keep the lights going. And uh, they're definitely a sponsor of ours. But also, you know, I, I spend too much money with them buying coffee. Uh, maybe if I didn't buy so much coffee, I can get some more shirt designs. <laughs> well, is it a nice, smooth cup of coffee. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little hint of uh, chocolate. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on Splash Pages. Next week, we're going to be talking about Avengers Siege. Uh, this is a four-issue miniseries from 2010. And as a reminder, this is a comic book club, so I urge you to head on over to our Splash Pages comic book club group and join the fun. You can join the discussion, you know, post your, your uh, favorite items from the event or whatever we're talking about that week. And also, we do this show live in front of a online audience over on Facebook and YouTube and we do a double parter we do uh, also a secondary half uh, talking spectacular Spider-Man with our friend Chris and uh, that goes over on his podcast so you know we have a lot going every Tuesday and we urge you to join the fun and thanks for listening this week we'll catch you guys later